All right, we're not missing a beat. We're jumping right into part two here. So Rose, hopefully you guys just transition right to part two because you love that so much. But Rose is sitting there and her mom is like, they're just being so stupid. And Rose just basically said, I'm engaged. Sorry, I need to leave. And she's looking over and there's this little girl. And the little girl is just like sitting up proper and her mom's like, put your back like this. Take your spoons from the outside in and act like a little princess. And you can just tell Rose is like, oh, hell no, I ain't doing this with my life. Like if you're raising something that you didn't like and you didn't, you don't want to be, think about that. Are you doing something for somebody else? Are you raising your kids to be something you don't want them to be? It's scary. It's scary to do that. Don't do that to your kids. Look at your situation. Be self-aware. Raise your kids to be good. Raise them to do what's right, but don't push them into something that isn't good for them. When she decides to come out and see Jack, and she's just told him off, and then she walks out there, and he's looking, he's looking over the front of the ship, and you can just tell he's like so heartbroken that she didn't want to take the risk and be with him. And then she comes out and says, I changed my mind. And he doesn't even he doesn't even need an explanation. He just says, "Give me your hand." Helps her up on top. That's huge right there. Also, women sometimes like and men, but sometimes maybe they don't know what they want, but they they want it. They're just maybe scared to get it. And so maybe men shouldn't require so many explanations and just go with the feels more. But he helps her up there. First, I think that's kind of terrifying for her. Remember, she just did this on the back of the boat, and she almost died. So having her step up there and stuff, maybe not the way I would have gone. Um, But magical moment. You got Celine Dion. She's about to start singing. I don't know. That's a different one. No, it's that one. Seems like it's that one every time a song plays in this movie. And every time it plays, you're like, I love this song. Rose just had her first real kiss. Her first real magical moment of kissing somebody. I heard that Kate Winslet in real life, she actually like really liked Leo after this movie. Again, guys, the chemistry of these actors is out of this world. How'd they find these guys? Like best recruiting job ever sad how predictable cal is they go to the room she's wanting to get painted butt naked and uh he says should we be expecting cal back and she's like not as long as the brandy and cigars holds out i'll admit some people say i'm too hard on myself like you look back on relationships and you're like oh Like, sometimes you just, like, can't help but beat yourself up for, like, sometimes you didn't see, like, things that you had that were better. Like, if you're going after brandy and cigars over, like, love and, like, somebody that's there for you. Obviously, it's cool to do it every once in a while. But, like, you're so predictable that there's never a time where you would break that to surprise or do something, like, out of the ordinary. That's kind of sad. He's like, Jack... I want you to draw me like one of your French girls wearing this and only this. And he's like, (laughs) 
I still don't understand how they were able to show us her nipples in a PG-13. Has that ever happened before? Like, was there a million kids like me that were just like, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The music, once again, in this movie also is just so perfect. It's like they keep changing that one song, the Celine Dion song. They have it like piano, and sometimes they'll have it like, just like with a little voice in the background, but... How many emotions you can pull out with with music. Music's the best. I do. Sometimes I do like, I'll do that karaoke, but I'll do open mic nights with my guitar also. Just because there's nothing like music that connects to your soul. It's really funny to picture like in your head, this grandma, like if this really was happening, you know how we have the movie so we get to watch like the characters and stuff. But imagine if it's just this grandma and she's going into this much detail. <laughs> and all these boat workers are sitting there listening. And she's like, and then I got into my robe. And I was like, I want you to paint me naked. And like, I would imagine the group of people is looking at each other like, what is happening right now? What is our human obsession with doing things that make no sense? Why was the first person like, I need to build a big ginormous, like, I guess Noah's would made sense when the earth flooded to have a boat, but like to actually get on a boat when you don't have to be on a boat just to sail and just to make it luxurious, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, does it? Like risk and reward, like, why would you go on a cruise when you can just go to like somewhere like a beach? <laughs> This is so scary. You're this little ship in the middle of this big, ginormous, monstrous, crazy ocean. The captain basically, from his little guy, he says to him, the icebergs are going to be harder to see because there's no wind. So there's no water smashing against the base of the iceberg, which makes sense. And so the captain, though, just ignores, ignores it. Right, life lesson there. Do you sometimes have like a lesson, like something is trying to teach you something, you ignore it when you know you shouldn't? What's the consequences? Risk and reward, right? What was the risk? All these people's lives, probably not worth that risk. I love the part where she flips off Cal's right hand man because he's like chasing him down the hall because they're they finally got caught in the room, so they're running away now. But, like, this cow guy, like, legit thinks he owns this girl. This is ridiculous. Like, she doesn't want to be with you because you suck, bro. Rose just manhandles Jack. He just jumps in that little driver's seat. They're about to, like, have their magical moment. And he's like, where to, miss? And she goes, to the stars, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like reaches through the window and grabs him and pulls him into the back at that moment i think he's thinking like oh shit what's about to go down she's like sweet i get a manhandle this little guy oh man i'm just gonna say to girls it's kind of hot if you say put your hands on me just saying that seems like that would work should use that with guys. When the ship docks, I'm getting off with you. And he goes, this is crazy. And she goes, I know. 
and that's it doesn't make any sense and that's why I trust it. Whew, that right there, that is life in a nutshell. Go with what sometimes just like feels right. Don't be scared. Sometimes what feels right is right because it's right. Sometimes what's right is right because it's right. There you go. There's a quote for you, world. It's crazy how Jack and Rose had a little bit of a part in the ship crashing because the two guys up top, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, they're like, would you take a look at this? Oh, more goodness gracious. There's a kissing and they's about to have some sex. Oh, if I was down there, oh, jolly a good time we'd have. <laughs> That's them. That's my impression of those two guys up top. But they're not paying attention. <laughs> they're not paying attention to the iceberg. And so <laughs> they look and they got distracted and now they're about to kill everybody. Good job, Jack. Good job, Rose. Iceberg straight ahead. And then they got to do like, to turn a ship back in this time? Oh my goodness gracious. How would you ever be comfortable going fast? Do you see everything they have to do to turn the ship like, like 10 feet? It's like, okay, we got to click this thing eight times this way. Click, 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 click. Then we got to ding a bell. Then the guys in the basement got to go and start shoveling coal like they've like, like a million miles an hour. Then from there... We gotta like circle this thing fifteen times, and we gotta cling, 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 and then we'll begin to turn. Like, if you were the captain and you knew how hard it was to turn, like this guy sucks at being a captain. Why aren't they turning? That's just one of my favorite lines from the movie. Could you honestly imagine the fear of being on a ship, a cruise ship, and you just hit something? You're on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Talk about fear. That's something to be scared of right there. You got to feel pretty bad at this point if you're the captain and those guys and you smashed into an iceberg. Like, whew, that's a, that's a tough one to explain to your people. Feel bad for those guys. Interesting, uh, an interesting quote was when they hit the ship and the water starts to come in. First off, sucks for those guys in the basement where the doors just start closing. They have to go Indiana Jones style underneath those. But uh, interesting quote is when that one one of Fabrizio's little buddies is walking down the hall and he goes, "Well, if the rats are going this way, it's good enough for me." Like, you trust the intuition of a rat over yourself? It's like, if you would have left the room and there wasn't rats, you would have started swimming into the water. Like, eh, that guy's kind of dumb. See why he's third class. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that comment. A really hard uh, reality to face in life, like when uh, Jack... He has that jacket, and then they slide the little diamond in there and plant it on him. And then, because her per- she doesn't know what to think. Like, she thinks she can trust his intuition. Sometimes you start to lose trust in a relationship, though. 
only because you get misleading information. That sucks. The Monopoly guy is like, his face, when the guy tells him, like, the ship is going to sink, he's like, the ship can sink? He's like, it's made of iron, dumbass. Like, it can sink. It's going to sink. And do you know why they called it unsinkable? Because we were just really hoping it didn't fucking sink. (laughs) Could you imagine, though, finding out this thing's going to sink within an hour to two hours. Right now, nothing even seems like it's wrong. And the thing is sinking. And these people know it. Whew, that's some fear. Because you got to try to keep all these other people calm. But like in reality, no, you're about to freaking sink. Yikes. I think you may get your headline, Mr. Monopoly man, which is what he wanted, right? Now Titanic's the most famous ship that's ever existed. So he did get his publicity. He got exactly what he wanted. It just came in a different form. He wasn't specific when he put that dream out into the world. He just wanted to be famous, and he's famous. Good job. You did it, buddy. How crazy is that that they used to use Morse code? Tell somebody our location and we're sinking by the head. And this guy's like, huh? Oh no, he says, blowing me. Blowing me. That's a great word. I'm going to start using that for sure. You definitely want to have a more uh, confident captain in crisis mode. You don't want somebody that's like, I can't think. And they're like, should we get the people in the boat? And he's like, the who? The whatchamawai? Where am I? Like the women and the children. Like the why? Where what? Okay, we're going to do the women and the children. You just go like wander around here and uh, just don't talk to anybody. And uh, you're kind of freaking everybody out. All right? So maybe just... Just disappear. Try to hide yourself from the people for a minute, okay? Oh, if you have kids, watching this movie is, like, super hard. Like, when the third-class passengers are just locked underneath, and they're like, after the first-class passengers get on the boats, then they're going to let them all of us get on the boats. And it's like, you have to sometimes give kids, like, false hope. Like, you have to tell them, like, Life is wonderful. (laughs) This is going to be nothing hard. No trials. It's going to be a breeze. You're going to love it. Right? (laughs) Oh, poor kids. They got to grow up learning so many hard lessons. I bet you the 4th of July is like trauma central for the survivors of Titanic. They shoot those flares off and it's like, ooh. Fireworks, and they get distracted for a brief moment, followed by complete panic and a boat sinking and people in the water freezing to death everywhere. Any room for a gentleman, gentleman? Cal. Wow, dude. Like, it's the women and the children. 
and Cal comes up. He's not trying to help anybody. He's just thinking like, I'm a survivor. I will not give up. I'm not going to stop. He's thinking how Beyonce and all those girls would have thought if they were on Titanic. Just about themselves. Cowardly. The mom actually says, I hope they're not too crowded. Like, she's, like, incapable of understanding, like, the severity of this. Like, there's not enough boats to save all the people. So you'd think every human being on the planet would think, like, let's smash everybody in here so we can get as many saved. And she's still thinking, like, I just want to be, like, comfortable. And, like, what about my Louis Vuittons? What about my stilettos? What about my fake eyelashes? Oh, dear God. What if I lose my fake eyelashes? And what if my spray tan comes off? I will look so bad. Like, I will not risk getting in a boat with too many people. (laughs) What a hard decision. You have to make hard decisions in life to get what you want and what you deserve. Like, she loves her... Her mom sucks, let's just be honest. But to say goodbye, like, realizing, like, goodbye, mom. Like, you're never going to see her again because she's just a bad relationship. Bad relationships can be with your parents, with your siblings. Like, you don't... You really don't owe people anything. You owe yourself happiness. You don't owe people to treat you like shit and be like... That treat other people poorly. You don't need those people in your life. In any form. There's nothing greater than the look on this guy's face. That's like with this money and this control. And then she hawks a loogie in his eye. And says I'd rather be his whore than your wife. Like you fucking dick. And then she runs off. And then he's like such a control freak. Instead of just like letting her go. Because the boat is sinking. They're about to die. He's going to go chase her through the whole place with a gun. Because he's a freaking psychopath. Is there seriously guys like this out there? These actually exist or these just characters? I know there are guys like this. I know guys like this. Like that's just terrifying. If you're with one of those guys, wow. So don't you think the odds of uh, when Rose is running around the boat yelling, Mr. Andrews, Mr. Andrews, Mr. Andrews, up and down every single hallway on the entire Titanic. I think your odds were probably just as good as yelling, Jack. Jack, where are you, Jack? Like, she found him in the middle of, like, the hallway in, like, the third class section. It's the odds that they would have run into each other. Right? I'm through being polite, goddammit. She pushes the guy into the elevator. Gotta get that way in life sometimes, right? You can't just let people push you around. Sometimes you gotta, like, push back, fight back, fight for what you want. Fight for your right to party. (laughs) So the part where he goes, hey, Rose, how'd you find out I didn't do it? She finds him in the room and she's looking for the key. And he's like, how'd you find out I didn't do it? And she goes, I didn't. I just realized I already knew. Like that, dude, gold. Who writes these movies? These guys are freaking wizards.
You think Leo, you think Leonardo DiCaprio throws in his own two cents? Like when she's like, I'm going to go get help. And he goes, he's handcuffed to the thing and he's like, oh, wait right here. And this has got to be ad lib, right? It's like, he's just too good. Everything he says is just too good, the way he says it. But she's going out to try to find help. I was just thinking about how crazy it is. Like she just met this guy. This is like Anna from Frozen. How I just got engaged to a guy that I met today. Remember that part? He's like, wait, so you're telling me you just got engaged to a guy that you just met today? And she goes, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Rose is already willing to give her life for this guy. Like, is that a real connection? Somebody have that connection with somebody? Did you meet somebody? And it was like the heavens opened and birds were singing. And it's like you're looking back right now and you realize that like this happened to you. I would love to hear about that. Uh, I'm just going to give a little reality versus movie right now. (laughs) So what would have happened in this movie? If she would have gone running around saying, Mr. Andrews, Mr. Andrews, until this ship sank. So that's probably what would have happened. But let's just say magically she did find him as quick as she did. Then she finds Jack. Remember she uses that axe because she can't find the key? And he's like, okay, just – Hit a, hit the mark and then try to hit the same mark again. And she hits like six feet apart. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, enough practice. Come do it. And then she like reality would be like he'd have a big giant gash in one of his forearms or possibly like his one of his fingers would be cut off. Um, possibly, and then like even if she hit like right on the metal, guaranteed that thing doesn't break. Things are thick. I'm gonna try that. Anybody have handcuffs I can borrow so I can take an axe? Debunk this myth. How many idiots can you fit on a boat? When they bust through the door and little guy, he's like, That starboard property, you're gonna have to pay for that. It's like, okay, you're telling people to get life jackets on because you're sinking. You realize that? The ship is sinking. What does that mean? Try to comprehend that. Come on, buddy. You can do it. Can you imagine how difficult it would be to keep order on a sinking ship where, like, everybody knows they're going to die? Like, imagine having that role, like, on an airplane. Like, we're crashing, ladies and gentlemen. We're at 8,000 feet. Approaching 7,000 feet in one second. Hold on to your seat belts because we are now about to crash into the earth. Going 350 miles per hour. (laughs) Right? Like, how do you get anybody to be calm? Order, I say. Order. Everybody get in line. I know the ship's 10 minutes from sinking, but... If you do it politely, it will be more fun when you hit the freezing cold water. <laughs> you know what else is super interesting? How the guys that work on the ship, they all get to get, all the men get to get in because they need to row the boat. Like the women, 
There's no way they could have handled those oars. Rowing a boat, super complicated shit right there. Oh, it's funny when they go to ask this old guy, like, are there any boats? And he's like, yeah, the end. I will lead you. <laughs> and he's got, like, a cane. They just take off running because they're like, dude, we're not going to sit here and wait for you and, like, be like, oh, how was your day today, mister? Like, the time to be polite is over. They don't listen to us at dinner either, says the guy playing the violin. That's sad. But it provides such like a, it provides so much for the people, like when they're just playing the music and then they're about to break and separate and leave and go apart and then they come back together and they're like, play nearer my God to thee, nearer to thee. pretty song right especially when I do it like that ridiculous when the guy the guy that helped um, engineer the boat I think or he's the one trying to like promote it gets in the boat and he starts to get lowered down like you'd be so depressed knowing that you took the spot that you shouldn't have taken and there could have been a woman or a child sitting there. But also, why do men have to, like, all die? Huh? <laughs> What's that all about? Right? Equal rights. Should be 50-50. What's going on here? <laughs> How crazy is it that Rose couldn't even trust the guy that she was about to marry with the life of a human being? Like when Cal says, oh, I have a boat for me and Jack. Like, she clearly knows, like, that he doesn't. Like, how sick that this guy, like, I mean, they chained him up in a basement to die all because their ego. Because Jack is, like, taking something from them when it's, like, it's so crazy to me when people think that they possess love. Like, you may have connected with somebody, but, like, love, love, what's the saying from that last movie I watched? Um, all is fair in love and war. It's true. All is fair in love and war. Sure is an emotional part where she's getting lowered down. She looks up and sees Jack. She realizes, like, I'm never going to see him again. And just for, like, another hour with this guy is worth her life. That's love. That is true love. You jump, I jump, right? Rose, you're so stupid. Why'd you do that? Rose, you're so stupid. He's like, can't even believe that she did this just for another chance to be with him. And then crazy man comes and starts shooting bullets at them. Imagine seriously being angry enough, like you have such a bad temper, that you are trying to shoot somebody that's sinking on a ship. Like you need some major help, like anger management, like I've never seen in my whole life. You got issues. I got them too. 
but you got way the fuck more, bro. <laughs> I put the diamonds in the coat, and then I put the coat on her. Karma is a what's the word I'm looking for? Biatch. How fun must it have been to record this scene in this movie? Like, they're running from water flying down the halls, like, sprinting, and there's lights flickering in the background. Like, talk about a dang dream job. Fight or flight, that's a real thing. Like, guy, they get stuck at the door after the water, like, smashes them into the wall. And then they're trying to get out, and that guy, like, he can't figure out the key because he's so scared. Like, panic just sets into some people, and other people are, like, calm in situations like this. And it's like you don't realize what kind of person you are until you get in these situations. So hopefully you prepared your mind to be calm, zenful, peaceful. It's absolutely insane to me how horrible they place these lifeboats and how hard they make them to get down to the water. They got them like up on the roof, not even like on ropes ready to go down. It's like they got to push them off and then they got like pieces of wood to try to slide them down to the deck and then they got to somehow connect it to the ropes to get it down the rest of the way to the water. It's just like the worst, the worst, worst um, planning I've ever witnessed. I'm guessing when Fabrizio shoots that or his friend gets shot, and he yells, Bastardo! He's saying bastard. <laughs> so funny how, like, in Spanish, because I went to Guatemala for two years, how we used to, like, it was always, like, the same words. It was, like, Sprite, but they'd be like, Esprite! It's Esprite! Or Bastardo! And we just, like, you change the accent and you add an O on the end. Bastardo. Bastardo! Just so much more fun talking in Bastardo. We are dressed in our best, and we are ready to go down as gentlemen. But we would like a brandy. It's like, uh, go get your freaking brandy yourself, dude. Like, that's great. You're dressed in your best, and you're just going to go sit there like a gentleman while the windows break in and water and sharks and whales and octopus are falling onto you. But if I were you, I might try to live. I try to go up top and like see if you can find a little piece of wood to float on after this thing sinks or maybe give it like some effort. I jumped ahead when the nearer my god to the I knew it was coming already, so I jumped the gun on that one. But now they're playing it and it's funny when they break how slowly they walk or walk away because the actors know they're coming back. They know they're coming back. They don't even try to make it look like they're going to get away. It's like, they're just like, well, who's going to start playing? I really want to get back together and finish these tunes. What a weird feeling to know you're about to be part of history. You're about to go down on a ship that you know was supposed to be unsinkable. And it's going to be talked about forever. Imagine being the guy that built that ship, how he feels going down. So that's such a great idea. 
Why don't I have the boats just sitting there? So you just go sit on them and wait for your ship to sink. And then once the ship goes under, they detach and float away. As they hit the water, they break away and float off. And then you don't have all this panic. You just have to sit in the boats. You don't have to lower them in or anything. You just wait. Sit there, play cards, drink your brandy, smoke a cigar. Such a great idea. These gentlemen <laughs> that were just prepared for their death and they were going to die as gentlemen, really like, wow, what a bad decision this was. To sit inside where everything's collapsing in on you and the water's throwing you around and there's heavy, heavy objects everywhere and like metal and wood and you're just smashing your head on stuff. And like there's no way you're going to drown if you're lucky, you hit your head on something, get knocked out, and then drown. But, like, come on. Like, use your heads, guys. Go to the top. What if a boat's going to come rescue you? Do you even know that? These guys are... I don't understand this. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you guys reading the scriptures, Father Biles. Are you, like, impressed? That's his name, Father Biles. He's like, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize nothing's left because I've been rapping and laughing so long that even my mama thinks I'm unknown. He actually just he stopped at uh, just the Bible part. But Jack's like, you want to go a little bit faster through that desert? Because he's like, this final prayer, what's this going to do? Like, what's like the like? God's going to give you bonus points for praying as you're dying. Also confusing. Also confusing. Can you even imagine trying to comfort your children when the ship's like all the way into the water already? And you're like, it will all be over soon, dearie. It will all be over soon. Nothing to fear. The kid's like, like, every grown-up on this entire ship is freaking the fuck out right now. And you're telling me, don't worry, it's Rubio for soon, little dearie. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to really buy. I'm not really going to buy what you're uh, telling me there. Seems like you're lying. So weird. I remember watching... Like back in the day, we had like Jay Leno and David Letterman and all these like good talk shows. And I remember Titanic was like, one of these actors was on as a guest and they showed this clip where she goes, this is where we met. And the host was like, typical woman, always talking about like, about romantic stuff at the worst moments. <laughs> so funny how old this movie is though. 1997? So I was like a soft, a freshman in high school. I went and saw this with my brothers when I was a freshman in high school. Everybody, imagine that real quick. I have to say every time I watch this, that one dude that jumps off the top and hits his legs on the propeller and does like eight front flips, that's the way to go right there. Like you hit your legs, that kind of hurts, but then you get this like, last moment of just spinning then you probably get knocked out and then you probably just drown 
without even having to really go through the trauma. Can you imagine how scary it would have been in real life? I'm sure this didn't happen, but the lights go out because that one dude's like, doesn't know what he's doing. He electrocutes himself. And then all the lights go out. And at the same time, the boat rips in half. Can you imagine, like, you're sitting there and the boat's ripping in half? It was like, I'm really curious if, like, this is really how this all went down. Or if this is just, like, I mean, it's got to be, right? It had to be, like, there was a bunch of witnesses. Crazy. This must have been so terrifying. Can you imagine when the boat was straight up and down after it broke? Then it falls, smashes all those people. Then all the steam things fall and start smashing people. Then it goes right back, right side up. And then it starts to pull into the water. It's like the ship could not have been constructed more terribly. Like at least if you start taking on water, like makes make this thing break away a little bit better. Or maybe plan for like worst case scenario. Because it just seems like, once again, the planning that went into the ship for worst case scenario was like, just wasn't there. I will admit, though, building a ship like this huge to float across the ocean in and of itself is pretty amazing. <laughs> so I think I'm being a little bit too hard on the, uh, the guy that built the ship because he did build a pretty awesome ship. It's just uh, hindsight. I would imagine hopefully now they've uh, fixed the things, I guess, that you learn from, from this. This is terrifying. Can you imagine how hard the suction would be with that ship going under the water? Imagine getting sucked in. Like Imagine like you, know, you take a cup in your bathtub and you pull it under the water. And all the water kind of falls into it. Imagine the ship and it just, you're like getting sucked down. How long it would suck before it would release you out. Whew. That was probably intense for these people. Just like every single other person on this planet that watches this movie. They get sucked under. They fight to get outside. They find a giant door. And he doesn't attempt more than one time to get on the door. Like, you ever tried to get back onto, like, a kayak or a canoe? It's hard. Like, you mess up a couple times. But, like, you got to try maybe, like, two or three, maybe four tries. Oh, sad, Jack. Come on, buddy. Get on that door. I don't understand a one of you your men out there and then he's like there's gonna be one less more on this boat if you don't shut that hole in your face (laughs) (laughs) oh wow that guy is mean but I kind of like this is I think this is like Democrats versus Republicans right here do they go back What do you think? Do they go back right here? Or do they wait? Is he right? They're going to swamp the boats, right? You got to get close enough to where your strong swimmers can make it. And you can get them like 
one at a time, but if you go right into the middle of it, there's a good chance you're all ending up in the water. What do you do? Tough decision. I don't know about you, but I plan on writing, I intend to write a strongly worded letter to the white star line about all of this. <laughs> Jack's cracking jokes right now while he's about to die. That's what you want to be right there. Death? Here's how you got to look at death. I would hope in the face of death, it would be like if you knew you were going to die, there's like almost a small, I would imagine a small benefit because you get to prepare while you're alive to transition to what's next. So you could look at it like, I know this had to happen at some point. Now I'm going to transition and maybe we'll transition together and it will be just like the notebook where they die old, but we're going to die in the ocean. Um, except for you are on that giant warm door and I'm stuck in the ocean freezing my balls off. <laughs> she says I love you to him. Crazy, right? One day, I love you. Maybe two days. Maybe it was day two. And then he makes her promise that she'll never let go. Never let go. She says, I promise. And then they fall asleep. It's the last time they ever spoke to each other. How creepy to be the boat that came back and was just paddling through piles of dead bodies. Yelling, is there anyone alive out there? Is there anyone alive out there? Could you believe this really happened? It really amazes me every time. Jack, when he's in the water, she realizes he's dead. And then that music comes on. And it's like, that's when your emotions, like, start to get that, like, because <laughs> they take over, like, one of your other senses. Like you're watching the movie, and now it's like, just the sound, the beauty of the sound takes you into it. How oh, sad. 1,500 people went into the water. 20 boats, one boat came back. Only six people got saved out of the water. How oh, sad, right? She had to let go of Jack. She had to let go of Jack. She got saved. Six people. That's crazy. Karma comes back around. Cal, he inherited his millions, got married, ended up killing himself because he lost his money in the Depression. Or he lost his money. Yeah, I think that's what it said. The, his interest got hit hard, so... 
it's a thing. You don't figure yourself as a person. You're tied to your assets and your status. You got a long way to fall. Long way to fall. She's never spoke about Jack to anybody her whole life. She's 102. And she says she's never spoke about anybody because a woman's heart is a deep ocean of secrets. I wonder if that's true for all of you women. There's just stuff that's like so deep that you feel like you can't share it. Is that true? And she says, he saved me in every way a person can be saved. How cool would it be if you saved, if you got saved by somebody? But how cool would it be if you could just save yourself also? Like, you don't need a jack. The analogy I'm trying to make right now basically is, like, people deserve to be saved. Like, Rose. And you should, uh... This is one day. One day she met this guy. She was looking to save herself. She was at the end of a rope. She started making changes. Everybody can do that. Three years I've thought about nothing but Titanic. I never got it. I never let it in. Like the guy that's looking for the stone. He finally has that moment where like the realness of what happened at Titanic is like, it's crazy. Like it's, this is a movie, but this really happened. Like these people really died. And it's like, it just puts into perspective like what life can throw your way, right? You can be on a cruise, enjoying yourself, drinking on your brandy, smoking a cigar. You hit an iceberg and you start to sink. What do you do at that moment? All right. Here's another thing that I'm guessing people are going to be split on, but when she drops the diamond into the ocean... (laughs) When that guy spent his whole life looking for it, and he's already let it in. He's already, like, got it. He's He just had that moment where she touched him. Like, I felt like the right thing to do would be, like, giving him the diamond at that moment instead of the ocean. Um, I know it's called the heart of the ocean, but it just seems like it would have it would have uh, been nice. Also, if this movie's true, is that heart of the ocean still in the ocean somewhere? And maybe that's my <laughs> maybe that's my new mission in life, find the heart of the ocean. I would hope when I die, you go back to the most magical moment that you had in life. Like she was married for like what 75 years to some guy, had kids, and then when she died, <laughs> when she dies she goes back to Jack sad for the husband right cool for Jack but maybe they had like this undeniable like connection and maybe you never get it again maybe you get it like it's a one time thing and then you just gotta look at life like you got it how special how awesome for you and like you'll probably get that again after this life. So if you found it, you're going to be able to have that still. So keep your chins up.
All right, I got through it. It took me so long to get through this movie. <laughs> so good. It's such a good movie. I would recommend everybody watch this movie again later in life where things have changed a little bit and see who you relate to now. Do you relate to Cal? Are you like obsessed with worldly possessions? Are you like Rose trapped and you don't know how to get out? Are you like Jack free but probably should get a stable job at some point? (laughs) Are you like the mom scared to death to not be what others want you to be? Every movie has so many characters. Who are you? Are you the lead role in your life? Are you one of the supporting scared actors? Look at these movies. Take them in. Make life adjustments according to where you should be in life. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. This was super long. (laughs) Hopefully you enjoyed it. Appreciate it. If you guys like this stuff, share it. It's really like really important to me if you guys share it or leave me reviews or just do something to help me get this out. It's really hard promoting this by myself. (laughs) So if you could, that would be so nice of you.